if anybody wants to just like leave EJ muted, I think that it might be better for your mental health. I left mental health at the door approximately 70 episodes ago. We're getting so close to where the post Chris era has eclipsed the pre Chris era on console crusade. It will never eclipse the pre Chris era. <clears throat> oh, only EJ's allowed to get roasted on a Sunday morning. Okay. recording i was up so late trying to get all of my spreadsheets in order okay jig stradamus over here after i get a hang of this don't worry ej i'll be spreadsheeting up with you i'll be spread cheeking it up dude all my way to first place this year baby let's go i don't know what you're talking about i came here to win i didn't come here to lose i don't join nothing if i'm gonna lose so chris has been saying that for three years big dog it's how we got him roped into this stupid podcast to begin with (laughs) Usually redemption arcs take a single season, but <laughs> Chris is working on a fourth. <laughs> I'm ready to roll. <laughs> the payoff is going to be sweet for him, though, one day. It's like Transformers Beast Wars. Every season ends with the bad guys winning. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. This is the Console Crusade podcast, episode 140, the first of the new year, 2024. We got the whole crew. I'm EJ Olson. I am with, as always, Nick Durheim. Going for the three-peat. Get out of here. We got Chris Gilly for... Bangerang. Brenegade. I'm back, baby. Brandon Gustavuson! The OG goober himself. Okay, we have a lot to do. I said beforehand, there's no holiday catch-up. There's no, we're not going to talk about the trip that Nick, Chris took to Eugene. We're not going to talk about your guys' New Year's. We're not going to talk about your bins, Chris. We're talking draft and draft only. Do we need to go over the rules for the Fantasy Critic 2024 draft? For our listeners, yes. Really quickly, I just want to verify that I do have the the agreed upon rules for this year's league set in stone correctly before we draft total standard games for the year 16 games we're drafting six we're picking up 10 that sounds correct three counter picks for the year we're drafting one today minimum bed still one six drops if for any unreleased reason <laughs> yeah no super counter drops. Pick still dropping and yeah. no supers Public bidding, tiebreak is earliest bid. That's correct. Trading system, which we've talked about in the podcast. Trading is now a thing. You can trade both games and cash. Uh, We talked about how that will be up to committee to approve or not approve. Now that we're all in one place, I would like to once again advocate for a trade deadline on this league as is standard in every fantasy league of every kind in the history of fantasy sports in order to prevent any late season chicanery, EJ Olson, from taking place. I think it's part of the game, baby. We don't have millions of dollars on the line here, so I don't think we need to protect ourselves from ourselves the way that uh, a professional sports team might. No, 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 no. Fantasy leagues have trade deadlines to prevent. Sometimes. The kinds of, almost always, to prevent the kinds of scenarios that you literally outlined on the podcast going, well, I could maybe win and Bren could maybe get third and he doesn't have uh, money for slots. So I'll send him 10 bucks and he could send me Spider-Man too, which is complete bullshit and should not be happening in the months of November and December when people are making late season pushes. You stick with your picks. We have a trade deadline, but you're not allowed to pick up any games after November either. Why does that make any sense? It, none of it makes any sense. That's my point. You can trade already scored games. That's the that's the point. Well, you can trade scored games. Yeah, you can trade anything. So whoa, I didn't even consider that. You can trade a game. So I could pay Brennan forty dollars for his ninety scored game. This is insane. Okay, we should have a trade deadline. I'm a, I'm with it. 
There you go. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was. Oh my God. I thought it was just unscored games. And I'm like, why couldn't I trade an unscored game in fucking December? Who cares? Great. Wow. Okay. So, uh, Halloween. Yeah, Halloween sounds good. I was gonna say Thanksgiving, but I mean that's like a that's three weeks. So, so late. That's so late, and almost nothing's gonna come out in the month of December that's worth a damn. We had how many three Hall of Fame games come out in between Thanksgiving and New Year's? And I don't know how many of those were picked up in that time, but again, like a, a two-ish month window seems fine by me. Six weeks to two months. I mean, by by Halloween, we're gonna know what the November releases are, so we'll probably want to get those in before. So I think that's that sounds good to me. Okay, Halloween it is. November fills up with a lot of chaff, but it also gets like last minute delays and dates and stuff like that too. This isn't the whammy league, okay? We should know what things are looking like by Halloween. Okay, beautiful. Okay. I didn't even do this is blowing my mind. You can trade scored games. Okay, that's disgusting. I'll make a note of that in the um manager note like the message that I can Thank you. put right, at the right. top of the screen for you. Love that. Scoring rule, two points uh, per point over 90. Banned tags. All the usual suspects currently in early access. Director's cut. This year for the first time, anything, anything, remake, reimagining, remaster, partial, blah, blah, blah. Everything's banned except for your one flex slot where you can put one re-anything. Director's cut doesn't count. Last of Us 2 will not count for your flex spot, but everything else goes. Ports also. Uh, yearly installment also banned. Beautiful. Uh, everything looks good. Everything looks good. So we are going to do our six-game draft now. Draft order is going to be Bren, Chris, EJ, Nick, and the rookie, unfortunately, will go last again. But it's a snake draft, so you'll get five and six, Brandon, and then we flip it back up in reverse order. Hey, it's all good. Brandon, have you have you familiarized yourself enough with the back end? Do you know how to draft, how to use your watch list, how to find games? Partially. <laughs> There's still oh, some, uh, some touch-ups <laughs> I'll have to do today, but don't worry. Like I said, we're, I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in to win. And, uh, you know, first day is always a little bit of a stumble, but from here on out, it's just sweet roads to victory ahead for me. Well, no stress. We have some time. Make your pick. I'll cut it out. Don't like get stressed that you're not talking, yada, yada, yada. It all comes out in the editing, baby. So, again, we're drafting. The whole point of this, Fantasy Critic, this is our fourth year doing it. We are drafting video games, and we get points based on their Open Critic aggregate score. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know all about this by now. Last bit of housekeeping, 2024, we have started a Discord server for all things Console Crusade all things video games. If you listen to the podcast and want to talk shit with us, you can find us there. Go to solo.to slash console crusade. There will be a Discord uh, invite link there as well as all of our social links, our email, feedback at consolecrusade.com. If you're still a boomer like me, you can find all that there. Come join the Discord. You can talk shit about Fantasy Critic or just about anything else uh, that we're talking about uh, on this podcast through the year. So let's freaking do it. Nick, kick us off. We're doing this thing. All right, so usually the website does pretty well about actually um, alerting you. You'll get like a little ding if you have your web browser sounds turned on. It'll let you know when you're drafting. Um, if not, hit refresh. Should be all good. Yeah, and we'll try to do a good job of reminding each other if it's somebody's turn and they're not looking like they're browsing their browser. It might be because... Right, so just kicked off. Let's do it. 2024, Brennan's pick. What are our publisher names? Our publisher names for Brennan picking for Bren's Soft. Uh, Chris will be picking for Redingy. EJ will be picking for Jigster Dom Soft. Let's go! I will be picking for Team Barry. And 
Brandon will be picking for the Ramparts. Love that. Bren's soft. Not Bren's soft. Bren is soft. There we I go. can confirm this. I thought it was Bren, like his soft, you know, like Bren <laughs> possessive soft. Soft, of oh, course, no, no, the no. Final Fantasy item that removes stone status. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Final Fantasy, with the first he's doing it in the 2024 Fantasy Critic Concert Crusade League, I am picking Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Let's go, baby. All right. I mean, wow. Doesn't that technically count as a remake in a way? That's his remake slot. That is, that is why I'm picking it. Straight to the flex slot. Right in the afterbirth. Ha. That game is going to fuck. First game was an 88. Game of the year nominee. This game is, by all accounts, looking even better and is about double the amount of content taking it to the open world. Um my most excited game of the year. I'm going to be unreachable in the month of March. <laughs> do not text. Do not call. You'll hear from me on recording days. And otherwise I'm going to be in that sweet, sweet final fantasy world. Yeah. And all my, I, mean, I have a list of stuff and then how I feel it's going to go and everything. And I didn't even bother putting final fantasy seven in there. Cause I just, I just knew it's all like, <laughs> I feel like I would offend Chris. four picks before you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's, it's going, there's no point. This is like the first year that we have done this draft where there is no clear cut number one. There is no 95. There is no 30 plus point bomb on the board. Brendan waffled, I think, a little bit pre-draft figuring out what was going to go first. So it's as good a pick as any. Yeah, ultimately, I I think I just wanted to fill in that flex spot with something that I knew was going to be a good remake. Nothing, you know, no it'll, it'll be an upper, yeah, upper 80s. Oh, at least could be a 90. If it gets a 90, then amazing. I'll a take perfectly it. cromulent first pick. You're going to get stuck at 89, just like the rest of your games last year, Brennan. Yeah, I know. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Bren, I think that your your line of logic here is uh, smart. I think that the thought of we need to grab something in this flex slot while the grabbing is good is sound. Here comes the Paper Mario. Here we and go. And with the second overall pick, I'm going to windmill dunk Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door remake. That's a good one. That is a good one. Wow. Is it my turn? It is. For me, I was either, I was for sure either going to grab Final Fantasy or Paper Mario. I'm like, one of those two games is coming off the board in the uh, before me. Beautiful. Had my eye on a couple other things, but I'm like, you know what? There's only so many things that are going to be eligible in that flex slot. I don't want to bank on having to fill that later with something substandard. We saw what happened last year with Metroid Prime that we all agree that 100% uh, became uh, the thing that swung the league. EJ, are you, what, what are you thinking? I'm going to be picking a game that has historically done very, very well. The last game four years ago did spectacularly, but it had a lot of issues. And this new iteration looks to be fixing those problems. Uh-oh. I'm a little skeptical. New engine. And again, historically, uh, pretty punishing uh, on PC in particular. So there is definitely some wiggle room here that this could be a little bit of a, a, little bit of a reach for the first pick. But I'm going to go Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024. Okay. Ooh. And we're going to hope... There are no delays. Well, they can't call it Microsoft Flight Sim 2024 if they do, right? <laughs> well, they could change the name, though, Brendan, and that's what we don't want. Or else maybe Brandon will be picking this first next year. Man. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's a little well, shade. Well, I, I, Brandon catching strays. <laughs> logistics question. How does that not uh, qualify as a yearly installment? Been more than four years since the last <laughs> yeah. one. I thought the last one was like 
2020. Before the series came out. Okay, so that's uh, so that's long enough that that is a new game, but The Last of Us remastered four years later is not long enough to be a remake or remaster. This is an entire new game. Last of Us is a director's cut, a port essentially with a new level or two. A big distinction between those two. I don't know how it's not a remaster. I think the director's cut label is weird to me for that. I don't mind not being able to pick it up because there's other great stuff for that flex slot, but I was like, that's probably speaks to why we banned all of those fucking tags to begin with. <laughs> We're like, this is so exactly. muddy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Thus, my point continues to be made year after year. Uh, next up is me. Let's see. What could it be? Well, I'm going to I'm gonna go the same route as uh, as uh, Brandon and Chris with this one. Oh, here we go. Persona, go Persona 3 Reload. Ah! Ah! Obvious. I think this game has like a Ooh. 93 floor. People love Persona and ain't nobody going to review Persona unless they love Persona. It's like a 100-hour game, social links and everything. And it looks really good. It looks a lot better than even Persona 5 did or any of the various spinoffs that game has sort of gone and done, sequels and such. Easy pick. Brandon, this is your first ever... I know. Pick. Right here. And I've thought about it. Not super well. I mean, super well, but in the sense of I just am going to copy with, uh, with Chris and Brennan and just get that flex just right out of my way. You know, I already had multiples listed. Most of them have been taken, but, you know... As a RPG guy, uh, you know, I know that this series is is tried and true, and these are the two top games that are now combined as one for a remake for that flex spot with Suikoden 1 and 2. Brandon, no. Brandon, no. Oh, buddy. <laughs> this is your first pick? Oh, no. Yes, it Brandon, really Brandon, it's going to be Dark Horse, homies. Oh, no, he's 2021, Chris. No. Low floor. That's like a 70 to 90 range in there. Easy. That's <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, not the no release date remaster. Brandon. It's no. It. I mean, it doesn't have a date, but it is expect. OK, so hold on. I do believe it does have a date. They're just not saying it because they're going to pull a Konami. And what the deal is, is as soon as uh, and Chronicles announced their release date, that's when the announcement of, oh, we don't know when we're releasing this happen. It's because they're waiting because Yudin Chronicles creators are the original Suikoden creators. So Konami's pulling a Konami and they're going to drop it right around the same time and be like, look at people like Suikoden way better than your guys's mate, uh, slightly, you know, brothered game of it. It's it's a very Konami move. So I'm telling you, it's coming out around the same date as Yudin Chronicles. I think you're just trying to get GTA 6 next year. That's what's happening. He's played a lot of games. All right. Big Balls Brandon, dare I say. Pick number two, brother. So pick number two. Okay, hold on. Okay, like you said, come out in the editing. So I have it seeing on the games list. How do I how do I pull it up on my thing? As far as like what you're if you're searching like, for how a do game? I how do I select it for uh go to the top. You should have a yeah, there should, there should be a, should be draft a button game on the top button. Oh, there's a draft. Okay. Oh, it kicked me off. That's why. It Sorry, signed you guys. out. Yep, it did. Sorry, guys. You deleted the cookies. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> keep those cookies. They're delicious and helpful. Okay, there. It's there now. Beautiful. Okay. That would be why I was having issues because it, it kicked me out. So, but we so for game number two, uh, Brandon is staying in his. Uh, 
in his well-known uh, RPG lane for right now, and just gonna take another. Well, you still have to pick Ayudin. I don't. I don't think it showed up as a pick yet. Sweet Coden oh, is not going through. In. Yeah, you got to pick Sweet. Oh, yes. not sweet Coden, oh, sorry. Wait. No. Boom. There we go. There we go. He's on the board, boys. He's on the board. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. We're learning as we go. There we are. Okay. Now we're gonna we're gonna fly right through. Uh, but yeah, we're we're staying the RP. You know what? Actually, for my second pick, I'm going with uh, like a dragon because still rpg yep still (laughs) rpg yeah that's a really good pick very dependable 10 points right there no higher than 15 no lower than 10 middling as they say (laughs) middling (laughs) got him (laughs) wow i have high standards what can i say which bafflingly doesn't explain my participation in this podcast or every league you've participated in (laughs) (laughs) got him (laughs) did you play the previous like a dragon game brandon I haven't played the previous one. I have. Which one do I have? I've played different ones. Like I've played zero. Um, I haven't played the um, the one that's that's uh, like the Edo era of Japan. Mm. Um, and then the last one I haven't. But when I say previous, I mean like the previous main line, which is the last one with this character that was a straight up RPG. No, like the studio being called literally translated like a dragon, but also the the like vibe of that game being based on like this main character who's such a big fan of dragon quest that all of his fights in his mind play out like an RPG turn-based battle, which is the, the conceit behind why it's an RPG is because this nerd is just so into dragon quest that like when he calls his friends to come beat him up, it's a summon. So he summons like a guy who does like a delivery driver, but yeah, this game looks pretty fun. Oh my God. Now I, I do have to play the other one. Thank you for adding to, as we've talked about our, our thousand, list of games we still have to beat the backlog continues to grow all right brandon you're too deep dude now we're back to nick this is restarts to break my heart and take my picks no not yet i'll let you get uh black myth wukong because <laughs> i don't man second <laughs> overall picking metaphor refantasio oh wow undated but this game looks straight to the tippy top 90s like this is probably going to be the highest rated game of the year if it comes out this year but i think it will they don't really do what is this? big delays after putting like a a season on it. You know, this is supposed to be fall of this year. Wow. So let's get it. What is this even? It is the next game from the Persona devs. It is very Persona inspired, but it is set in a fantasy setting as opposed to just Tokyo again. <laughs> and that in and of itself makes me think that this will be much more interesting to me and also just like a breath of fresh air and not as Persona pilled. This is interesting. This is one of the first clips of the year i think i'm gonna have to save for the the uh the backlog for the, our recap at the end of the year i think this game looked kind of janky there's a lot there's not much about it yet the menus look obtuse it's stylized but kind of clunky i mean it's hard to doubt atlas you're describing persona 5 so i mean look at the score on that game and tell me that your opinion on it is relevant <laughs> I don't know. Persona 5 looks a lot more polished than this. They showed this at the Game Awards, right? I believe they did show a trailer at the Game Awards. It was announced a little bit before that, I think, during the summer showcase that Xbox had it there because they've been trying to get all these big Atlas RPGs day one on Game Pass. I mean, just looking it over, this is it's definitely the kind of game that is going to rustle the the weeb jimmies. So it's I, I'm with Nick. That's going to it's going to go way up there. Don't doubt the weebs, EJ. I think you famously said that last year's draft. The weebs are the whales. <laughs> I have drafted 
Elden Ring Shadow of the Erd Tree. Hoping that's, for 2024. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's coming Hoping out in months. It is mm. substantial and does better than any of the Dark Souls DLC because those are all pretty soft. Softer than Bren, in fact. Mm. It's hard to doubt the absolute monolith that is from Soft, and that was Elden Ring. So yeah. mm -hmm. that's, that's a good, good pick. pick. That would have been my next pick. Uh, I was looking at one of two different uh, expansions to historically extremely highly rated uh, publishers uh, for a potential next pick. And my next one is going to be the other one, uh, which I'm sure is going to be a certified hood banger, as has every uh, expansion pack to come to this game. And that is Final Fantasy XIV Dawn Trail. Damn it. Oh, wow. Did, I didn't. This isn't even on my list this year. Oh, EJ, where you, you at, Jigster Thomas? Where are you at? <laughs> Every uh, single one of those expansions is an 88 or higher. Some of them are plus 90. Yeah. Bro, that was a big get for me in 22 and 20, yeah. 22 or 21. I can't remember. That was, yeah, that was huge. Oh, yeah, the last man. one was like a 92 or something. Yeah, they are crazy. all <sighs> amazingly reviewed. At what point are we done with this fucking game? It is the best MMO on the planet, and it has been for the last like three years, five years. I played this game for a week. This game fucking sucks. Weebs are dumb. You don't play JRPGs. Don't come at me about a JRPG-inspired MMO. Like, clip it. Clip For it, posterity. please. Let's, let's fucking clip it. Let's fucking clip it. So when this is an 89, I can stick it in your fucking face at a future podcast episode. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I am put in a precarious position now, fellas. Nah. Two in a row. You get doubles. I know. No, I know. Good, I know. You can't, you can't give away a next pick when you also have the next pick. I know. I know. Unless he goes Destiny but. DLC for some reason here. <laughs> well, okay. let's go. Thanks for telling me. What's next one called? The there, False EJ? Hope or whatever? I mean, that's what last year's actually was. But. <laughs> I'm in this man's brain. This is why I predicted all my scores and ordered them in order from best to worst and then ordered my draft order in that order so that I don't have to question myself. I just look and see what's available. I wasn't expecting that to get taken. I was going to take the Final Fantasy <laughs> DLC. <laughs> Fuck it. Hollow Knight Silk Song. Let's go. Oh! This thing has been passed Let's around <laughs> like syphilis in a fraternity house. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, this is the year. This is the year. This is I want this for you, brother. It's not even on my I list. Know. I said, fuck I this. I'm staying I the thought, fuck away I from Nick it. Nick would have taken it second, but he was tempted. I could feel his I loins do that to you, brother. swelling. <laughs> um, I'm prediction I'm, 100. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick up uh, Dragon's Dogma 2. That's my Yo. third pick. Ooh. That game looks really good. Boomer yeah, bust. It looks People really like the first one, um, and this one actually looks awesome. I really want to play it. Yeah, and the last one was one that was like, hey, an expansion came out, and they they fixed a lot of things, but it was before Cyberpunk, so it didn't get best ongoing games, so not enough people actually knew that it got better. So it's one that sits in perpetuity as a low-scoring game on Metacritic, but is actually secretly beloved. Yeah, I mean, it's an 80 on... Well, maybe that's a different, a different one. And Dark Arisen was the big expansion port that ended up getting oh, yeah, that's the an, HD that's an versions 80. on... Interesting. Uh, it was also before the Capcom revo like revolution where they came back and decided, hey, we make only good games now. Yeah. Resident Evil and Monster Hunter. Oh, boy. All right. Redingy. Yeah. I'm thinking like, okay, we're in third round now. Three out of six. Thinking about, do I want, do 
Do I want my new game franchise slot plugged? Do I want to take that kind of, I don't want to call it a risk, but do I want to make that move in round three or do I want something that I think is going to be a solid point getter? Oh man. Oh man. Okay. I'm also trying to think about, I've got some, I've got some stuff on my list that I think uh, is probably either going to be on EJ's pejorative Chris will want this game list wrongfully, <laughs> wrongfully, not rightfully, not rightfully, wrongfully. And that I don't think that any of y'all are going to be interested in picking up that I think is going to be quality points. That may be something we look at in the first little bit of pickups here. I am going to take, uh, oh wait, no, I'm on the watch list. I'm not in the draft. Function. There we go. There we go. There we go. Uh, I'm going to take Prince of Persia, the lost crown. Ooh, this monster. game looks really fucking good. Uh, the more stuff that they've been slow dripping in the last a uh, couple of weeks it looks like it has a bunch of quality of life stuff that is like everything i've wanted to see in a metroid game forever um like your your waypoints are literal pictures so you can look at exactly what you wanted to remember um it's optimized for switch which means it's running at 1080p and 60 frames on the switch and on every other console is running at like 1440 and 120 frames which is like i literally can't even imagine what that looks like i would hope so considering it looks like a fucking playstation 3 game it looks fucking terrible <laughs> looks just as good as bayonetta origins raising the lost demon ej <laughs> looks great then ca- counterpick it motherfucker put your money where your mouth is <laughs> yeah counterpick it bitch when they showed this off initially we were all impressed by it I watched like an hour long gameplay exhibition. Is this the same thing we saw at the, was it the um, showcase last summer that we first saw this? I can't remember. We, we talked about it on the pod, but it was spring or summer. It was around that point. I'm sure it's going to be good. The team that did this did all, all those Rayman games that like basically revived the franchise before they awesome. let it die again. Everybody loves Rayman. I got that. <laughs> I got that one, Nick. I got that one. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I just I died inside. That. All right, EJ, what's the pick? I just feel like I'm I'm really going out on a limb. Then do it. Do let, it. Take every let risk. Let those plums take the wheel, brother. Just, games that don't have release dates yet kind of freak me out. As well they should. I'm about to have three of them. I love the risk. Oh, do it. man. Risk of Rain 3, EJ's 2024 draft. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go because this is just a running bit now, but I'm going to go with the... Rift of the Necrodancer. I love me a good rhythm game, apparently. Uh, the last one did very well. Cadence of Hyrule did very well. This game, I think, might be a little bit risky because of some of the development issues that it had. Layoffs, delays, uh, uh, an entire publisher change, I believe. And they all have like the same exact problems where they, <laughs> they can't make money and then they do shady shit. The games have spoke for themselves so far and this game looks cool, so... Take a flyer, baby. And you know what? I think the draft the draft is the time, because we have six drops this year, it's better to take a flyer on a game you think is going to be good but might not come out that you can drop for free than it is to like use those drops on games you've already paid for, and now you're paying for them twice. You know what I mean? So like, this is the time to do it. So I'm doing it. I could see it. I don't know. that I, I had looked at this game as well, but they, they seem to be... Uh, Cadence of Hyrule was very much like more of the same, but in Hyrule... Uh, with uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer in terms of like, these are the mechanics that we're using in this rhythm game. Rift is adding a lot of additional mechanics and elements that I'm not going to 
this is not a fair like score comparison, but immediately made me feel uneasy into like a sports story sense of like a really, really troubled development and a game and a mechanic that worked really, really well. And then they try and do more stuff with it. It goes through development hell. It changes hands and it ends up not being good. So that could be a big bummer. And it's also our first, I think, clear counterpick candidate of the day. Yeah, this is the this is the first game that I do not have on my watch list whatsoever. And I have 38 games on my watch list. Wow. Well, nobody had goddamn Hi-Fi Rush. Well, that shadow dropped. He's talking about theater rhythm. Theater rhythm, and that dropped in <laughs> 86. So you know what? Yeah. For the meme, pick number three. That's why I'm saying, like, I, I I can't I can't say that you have not had good no scope picks in the past. Just like following your plums and uh not like just pulling something out of a hat. And I just had no sort of uh, opinion on it but this does ring a little bit more hollow than theater rhythm even to me my next pick number three is gonna be i'm just leaning hard on the weeaboos this year man like that is that is what i'm doing grand Baloo! do it no don't pick grand blue he's gonna do it it is it is unicorn overlord oh! yep, 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 yep. that's a oh, good that's pick. on my list that's you a monster they put out very well-reviewed games and this looks like probably one of their biggest games as far as the scope of the gameplay is very deep strategy RPG roots. And sickos are hungry for that always. So, hell yeah, let's go. Vanillaware does not miss. Okay, now Brandon's going to take Grand Blue. Grand Blue's going to be good. No, it's not. You don't I'm, take it, I'm taking it. Is that the one that literally changed developers? Uh, you're, you're taking it, EJ, because Brandon's going for another underdog choice here. Oh, in no. the, uh, I'm also heavily relying on the Weeboos because oh. uh, I'm going for Legends of Hero Trails Through Daybreak, which I know right now it's you know l- low on points, <laughs> but I mean, all these these Trails games they all score pretty decently well, and as Steel has been going on, those have been getting better, and everybody I've seen who's played the Japanese version or played the uh, fan translation. They're like, this is uh, the reinvention of this series. Like, this is so much better. This isn't stale anymore. This is even better. And so I'm thinking it's it's going to come out is higher. Is that not banned in our in our league right now? It is ineligible. Oh, rip. Rip. Oh. Yes, because it has already been released internationally. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. I guess you just ooh, rip. Then I just have to go with uh, my next choice, which, uh, you know, uh, you, you sometimes want to go on things you grew up with. And... Uh, that would be uh, that would be Tekken Tekken Eight. Hey, Tekken. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's high up on mine. That is such a better pick, Brandon, than a fucking another Weeboo game that's gonna get a seventy-nine. Yeah, dude. <laughs> holy crap, dude. The last games have gotten low eighties. I was confident in a mid eighty for that one. So, but sucks to be me. No, Tekken's a great pick. Tekken's a great pick. It's on all of our. I'm sure on all of our uh, watch list. And I guess that that goes to me again. See, Tekken was my was my next pick anyway. So now I wasn't quite ready for the uh, for the next one. I know because, you know, just like Nick, I'm trying to be nice to EJ and leave Black Myth Wukong for for (laughs) home play. (laughs) That game's going to be fucking good. I'm telling you. Game's going to be a 76 and I'm going to laugh my ass off. You know what, EJ? No, 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 76. No. There's been some picks for games that we're not confident if they're coming out or not. I'll 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 take that shot too. You know, I'll 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 be with the no. homies, and I'm gonna go with Hades too. Whoa! Oh, no, buddy. that's oh. brother. 
I know that's, that's <laughs> a dangerous <laughs> pick, but like like EJ said, you know, we all got that free one. So see, yeah. mine are at least <laughs> slated for 2024. Yours is not even slated for early access yet. That is a. Have you picked it yet? Brendan picked Silk Song. <laughs> so I mean, that's not until at least like 2050. <laughs> Brandon, that game was supposed to come out five years ago. Your game might not come out for five years. It's going to hit early access this year. There's not a chance in hell that game releases this year, which is sad because it means that we'll never be able to draft it in league because it's going to have a bunch of reviews from early access from this year. That's what happened to Hades also. Yeah, it was ineligible for us back in the day. Stupid IMO. Eh, well, they shouldn't release it in early access then. That's no early access is great. We want to support early access of devs going we need real time. Look at Baldur's Gate for fuck's sake. Game of the year. Exactly. Ineligible for our league. Too bad for us. Win for literally everybody else. Yeah. Baldur's Gate <laughs> is as good as it is because of the early access. Oh, God. Back to me. <sighs> Let's see. Where are you taking more flyers on un- undated games than I was anticipating with my what two with like soft dates? One even softer. But like EJ said, the draft is the time to do this. It's me just playing chicken with y'all about what you want to counterpick. Like, do you really want to counterpick a game that could get a 90 plus and just sink you like Alan Wake did to EJ last year? Yeah. I'm not going to name it until after the draft, but there are some wild potential 90s on this board right now that someone will counterpick if they get drafted and it could absolutely destroy them. There are some low-key PC bangers coming out in 2024. Yeah, I'll let you take the take the risk on Stalker, EJ. Fuck no. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's funny. That's exactly what I was looking at while he was talking. I'm so like, is that uh, what he's talking about? Hell no. I'm talking about good games that I'm not going to name yet, but I will. Remind me. I'll come back to this. So wait, this is pick four? Okay. I can probably leave the ones alone that I know y'all are too scared to pick. Let's draft Momodora. I know you want that. I know you want that sweet, sweet 78, Nick. No, I like the previous Momodora, but their last game wasn't very like very good, actually. So I'm not going to take the heart pick on that. Even though I'd probably like it. I don't think it's like 80 plus material. That was the joke. It was a very funny joke, EJ. Thanks, man. It was for you. Because you're the only person who's played Momodora. <laughs> Ever. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, my hunger is just ripping into me right now. I can't wait to eat. Can't wait for you to make some bad choices because your stomach's empty. Oh, no. We're only drafting six games. Yeah, and I'm icing EJ by taking my my sweet time on pick four. It's okay. Brandon's making all the bad decisions for us, so we're yeah, fine. High key. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for you guys to just get blown out of the water because, you know, you're just sleeping on all these great games. They're just going to uh, hit those 80 pluses. I mean, admittedly, I've maybe picked one possible 90, but, uh, you know, everything else, 80 plus, that's all that matters. Do you think Brandon is ready for how vicious the group chat gets during the year over this league? No. (laughs) Is he prepared for this? Not even 1%. I'm just glad it's not going to be aimed at me this time. You're welcome, Brandon. You got your fair share of shit, but it was mostly me jumping over you to rip Chris apart and vice versa. So, <laughs> No, but I will say thank you for the uh, counterpicks this, this round, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Reverse order for counterpicks as well. So <laughs> Brandon gets to pick counterpicks first. Oh, that's great. That means I get to pick Brandon's game second. That's great. Nick and I are going to clean up right now. Let's go. 
<laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. We'll go expansion as well. We're gonna do Splatoon 3 side order. Roguelike mode for Splatoon. The people Whoa. are hungry for roguelikes. Whoa! Oh my gosh. I have so many potential games to choose from, and I don't know which direction I want to go. Earthblade doesn't look as good as the previous entry from this uh, developer. The year that comes out ends in a five, EJ. So, yeah, soft release date. Rise of the Golden Idol just got teased. It's coming to mobile. How does that impact things? Mobile games. Mobile, game. mobile, mobile games. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, Terranil. We've got the JRPGs in Grand Blue and Ayudin Chronicles. Those both should be good. Ayudin Chronicles kind of looks like a shitty 3DS game, but so did Bayonetta. So what do I know? Bad. What do I know? You don't. You know nothing. That game's gonna probably review like shit, but and then there's some of the PC bangers that I, I want to kind of save in the back pocket because I think they're gonna be really good. Oh, man. You want to get outbid on them? Because we can go to that too. I'd rather have. I'd, yeah, I mean that's what it's gonna come down to. Shit, dude. Let me let me. Uh, I have these like I said in order of 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 predicted score, but let me let me read my blurbs here just to make sure I'm not missing any crucial information like a potential delay ah, see season passes scare me guys this is this is a harder fourth pick than i thought it would be to be honest uh yeah we're getting into that real weird place we didn't get to this place until like pick six last year well yeah. bumper year as discussed plus like i don't know with five of us we're that many more total number of picks down the list that i know six sooner. times four was 24 and we're in four, pick four out of five so we're at 20 <laughs> Yeah, I feel like there's a lot more games like fully announced though last year too at this time. Yeah, a lot of stuff pushed. That's so. what it felt like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Happened to fall into 2023 for sure. Sony had a game announced. Yeah, what's the name of that that uh, that PVE extraction game with the dollar sign? Oh, isn't that's already out? That's already out. No, the Sony one? No, that got announced last year. I can't remember what it's called. It literally has a dollar sign for an S in the title. People wearing like bunny masks and cyberpunk hat you know it's quipping fair games sorry there it is there it is that's the one <laughs> i literally typed in sony game dollar sign extraction <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> wow ej what is it what's the pick oh i'm scared i i just know nick's gonna laugh at me i'm gonna oh, laugh at no. you regardless so just do it oh no wrench free baby <laughs> oh no oh, i'm so scared now it's not black myth wukong it's not. I promise. Come on, dude. That game looks great. All of us are leaving it for you. Yeah. 85, 88, baby. Come on. Homeworld. Ooh. All right. Homeworld 3. I think this low-key has PC banger potential. This is a beloved franchise. The remastered got, I think, an 86 or an 87 on Open Critic. It was on my list. The game looks good. This game looks like it is hitting all the notes for people who are into games like Homeworld. But the season pass scares me. This is what games are becoming, and that could just be rejected outright. It could also be done well or completely ignored. Who knows? But you know what? Here's my first flyer. It has a release date. This could be a 90. This could be an absolute bangerang game. It could also be Company of Heroes 3. So Or System Shock 3. <laughs> well, this isn't a half-ass remake. This, you know, it's a it's a new game. Well, I think System Shock's problem was less that it was a half-assed remake and more that it was an old game that they kept old. old. Yeah. And I don't remember when Homeworld 2 came out. Wasn't that like a mid-thousands? It's been a while. It's like, it's like early. In, like early. Yeah. So it's been a little bit. I don't know about the... I haven't looked into what team is developing it and how that 
sort of legacy has been carried on. Oh, here's here's Chris. <laughs> Explain no. yourself. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What? Say it out loud. Thanks, Chris. I am picking Metroid Prime 4. I think there is, if we look to the history of the Metroid franchise in the modern era, of the release calendar for these games uh, between announcement and subsequent release, uh, it's like less than six months in every single case. Uh, Samus Returns came out with approximately a three to four month window after announcement in the spring. Uh, Dread came out like four or five months post not E3. I can't remember if they did E3 that year, if they didn't do E3 that year. Um, yeah, and I just all signs point to this being a 2024 game. I'm the only person so far who's not taken anything that we know is not coming out this year. Uh, and I feel like you can counterpick it if you want. If you want to get Alan Wake again, EJ, snatch it right up. Uh, this game is coming out. I just don't know if it's going to be a multi-console release, as we've discussed on this before, or if it's going to be like a like the final Nintendo Switch game. Uh, but this game's this game's for show coming out. This game's coming out. This will be a September counter pick from Brennan. I wish you I wish you luck on this on your endeavors, Chris. He's he's manifesting right now. All right, this is the heart pick. We're not gonna we don't need to talk smack about yeah, it. You can say whatever you like, but every single every single thing that's come out about this game from from insiders, from 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 leakers, from you know verified people in the know is that this game is pretty much ready to go. Uh, and that there well, was the last thing was like they're working on uh, something to do with the cutscenes, probably because they're preparing it for multiple consoles and trying to make it look good enough to be a Switch 2 or Nintendo Focus. I like that name. Uh, if this is the big launch title for Switch 2, it's no, going no, to no, be no. a dire launch. No, no, no. It's not, well, it's always a dire launch. Like, except, really? for, except for when we got Breath of the Wild, which was a Wii U game that was ported. Yes, Nintendo console launches tend to suck. And we've talked about this yeah. on the podcast before. It is it is verifiable. Look it up. This will not be the release. I think we're getting 3D Mario is the, the proper launch title for Switch 2. But I think it will be one of the others. Okay, counterpick it. Counterpick it. No, I'm talking uh, unannounced Mario 3D. 2025. Ah. I see it in Nick's eyes. He knows. I see it in his eyes. I know many things, EJ. <laughs> I'm saving 15 bucks at least to throw at that game when it gets announced for 2024. I'm saving 16 bucks. Oh, I'm saving 17 bucks. Okay, I can do math too, bucko. Can you? Can you? <laughs> Narrator. Do you know your times tables, bucko? No, actually. I was trying to do six times five last night, and I was like, 30. <laughs> I'm, I got the fingers out and shit. Yeah. All right, Bren Dog Toes. Oh, man. I just do want to say I was going to take Homeworld 3, so that was a good pick. Shit, Brennan liked it. Think, oh, I'm fucked. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> T fucking he. Uh, um, you know. Follow I'm your heart. Do it. Yeah, heart I'm pick. Go Black Myth Wukong. No! Really no! The lies of B. The no! lies of B. Looks really good. <laughs> it looks really fucking good. I'm excited for this game. Uh, I think it'll do well. Brennan. Uh, EJ, I saved that for you for nothing. This is my fucking game, man. I didn't think anyone was going to draft it today. Okay, as a Souls vet and someone who also played Liza P, like you're also pretty well-versed in the knockoffs, this game looks fucking good, right? This, it looks fantastic. It looks it, it looks better than Lies of P in terms of Souls gameplay. I mean, the gameplay looks fantastic. I just hope it delivers. It looks better than Wolong? Oh, 100%. Definitely looks better than Rise of the Ronin. You wanted to pick this instead of Wolong. 
Yes. But you got lucky. I fucked up, and I got lucky that I fucked up because I confused my <laughs> Chinese mythology Souls-like games. To be fair, that's a pretty niche window. So, And they both start with W, which is fascinating. Yeah, I got completely confused. Befuddled. Two nickels. Oh, uh, what is my next pick, though? What is my next pick? Number five. It's crazy how few games have hard release dates right now. I know. It's insane. Be honest. One of y'all was going to take Metroid Prime 4 somewhere in the late rounds. Absolutely not on my list. I would take Metroid Prime 2 remastered over Metroid Prime 4. That was on my list. Prime 4 was not on my list. You still have a flex slot you got to fill, man. You I could do. Take, you could take Prime 2. It would be a solid 80. Well, you guys are going to be filled up, so I'm just going to wait and see what happens, what gets announced, and I'll you know plan, uh, act accordingly. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm good. I don't think you're going to have a better one than we've got. Probably not, but I'll have a fine one. And you guys aren't going to like drop Paper Mario in lieu of Metroid Prime Remastered, so I'm, I'll be able to pick up whatever I want in that slot, and I'm fine. Okay. I'm good. Okay. I'm living well. Yep, you're good. You're great. You know, I'm going to go with another game from my list from last year. Uh-oh. That I'm going to go with the Plucky Swire. Nice. This game looks really nice. Yeah, I, like, I like the look of this game. Plucky AF. Scary counterpick for me last year because I was like, oh boy, I feel like this is... I don't think it's coming, but if it does... I don't think it's coming, but if it does... <laughs> oh, Lord. Did you guys think I was going to say uh, Suicide Squad? <laughs> Not even a little. You learned your lesson. That's a whammy ass whammy game. Brandon might take it. I, though. I, don't think hope I don't think it's good enough for the whammy. Suicide Squad's definitely a 98. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Highest rated game <laughs> of all time. Suicide Squad. <laughs> the next Ocarina of Time. I mean, haven't you guys heard all about it and looked at all the news articles of it? It's just amazing. I've been doing a lot of research. Okay, let's see. Black Myth. Wow. I love that, Bren. This is probably going to come out that I would rather have on my roster than anybody else's, but I think would be a quick counter pick. And I just some I value my flexibility very highly this year. I would like to be able to get things out a little sooner, not get stuck with a bunch of dead weight. Ah oh, fuck. Um is Redfall available again? <laughs> Best ongoing game? It'll probably win that in two years. Piece of shit. Bro. Hey, Avowed is available. You know what's also available? My avocado-sized nuts. Would you like a piece of those? You should get those checked out. Chris has talked a lot about his large nuts lately. I, I, I'm starting to think there's just a scale problem and that he's got a warped sense of... <laughs> I, I need a banana for scale, not your banana for scale, Chris. Six and one half dozen of the other, baby. Um, I'm going to take... What is an absolute sure uh, 80 plus probably like eh, probably sits a little bit closer to like 86 ceiling, but probably like an 83, 84. And that is the. Oh, wait, I can't take this, can I? Oh, son of a bitch. That's right. I forgot. You know how it feels to be me. Uh, None of us have. Plunge to such depths, my friend. Oh, okay. It was telling me it was still available, but that's only because of the flex slot, not because I still have a flex slot. That's annoying. Um, No new game franchises yet for you either. True. Not that it's hard to fill. It's just interesting to see what people gravitate towards. Yeah, there's some. I have some stuff on my list that may end up being somebody's fifth or sixth round pick that I would be like, I might feel a little... uh, I might feel a little iffy about someone else having. 
uh, I'm just like, th- th- this is, this is where I'm at there. There's, I'm looking at three, I'm looking at four titles. None of them have release dates. They all have release windows. They're things that if I wait until I have a release date, it is going to be, these are going to be bidding wars. They're going to be fucking good games, but do I want to spend, do I want to spend a pick on this without, without knowing if that's going to be money in the bank? Well, like we've talked about drafts are free pickups. I mean, you you you're on the risk of them getting a free counter pick as well without the opportunity to drop. But well, that's that's just it. The breaks. Let your confidence speak for yourself. That's the rock paper scissors of it, right? It's like pick it up now. It could get counter picked. It could be dead weight. Wait to pick it up. I have to spend money. Might not get it. I am going to draft a 2023 draft selection from at least one of my leagues, uh, and that is Pepper Grinder. It's a good pick. It looks very cute. It's got to come out this year, right? I mean, how long do indie games like that really take to make? I mean, oh, Fisho, and they also didn't Devolver show that in their coming in 2024, <laughs> their delayed games showcase. I believe so. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's coming. I think it'll be good. Also, is Devolver like the A24 of video game devs? <laughs> no, that's Annapurna. That's Annapurna. Yeah, I was going to say, like, no, but I love that comparison so deeply. The Bren. Blumhouse. I was, I was watching the uh, trailer for Skate Story, and I was just like, this just seems like an A24 short film. EJ, pick a game. Consult the spreadsheet. I am. I thought you were just I supposed am. to pick the next highest rated game. This is why you uh, rated all of them with your predicted score and then ordered them in order of numbers so you could just look at the next one and grab it. Chris, I don't have a game with a release date for 14 more picks on my watch list in order of predicted score. I need pick something the one with, the, with a release date. Sounds with like you needed another date. spreadsheet, buddy. Nah. <laughs> 14 picks down, it's a lot less clear to me which shitty JRPG I should get for 11 points. You know what I mean? It's a lot less clear to me than Rise of the Golden Idol or Mean of the Hollower. You know, it's just, it's it's a different game. I didn't expect Bro, to Home be Homeworld has a release date. You've already, you're one for four. I know. I, I want the rest of my picks to have I can't believe dates. that EJ was like, I want every single one of my picks this year to have release dates and has just only now picked one that actually has a release date. Like, that's so fucking funny. I don't know if I actually said that a bit this year. Yeah, I know that was a strategy for last year, but I don't know if that was the defined strategy for this year. And I filled every slot with games that got scored. So and it and that really took you very far. It was good for a distant second place. All Not the so way to almost top, game. baby. One legendary game. Not one game. One 17 or 18 point game. Obfuscator. The more meant the 28 points that I got in the <laughs> in the draft. He got seven instead. Breathe. All right, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Um, I am going to go with one of the JRPGs. I'm going to go with the one that does look like a 3DS game. Grand Blue. It's Psy Games and Platinum, consistent output. The Grand Blue series has done pretty well. They put out the fighting game this year that did well. This looks like a fun, fluid action game. Looks like a 78 to me, pal. Sure, maybe. It, 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 could, it could be low 80s, you know, but... Um, it definitely looks better than the Iudian Chronicles, but again, you can't doubt the weeds. Who knows? The, the, these are such shots in the dark, but it has a release date and this looked good to my eye. And again, consistent developers attached to it. Seems like a perfectly cromulent pick. Yeah, you'll get points out of it. Astoundingly cromulent. For a fifth round pick, that's not a bad pick. That's not a bad pick. I think it's a better pick than Trails of Cold Steel 5 or whatever. No offense, Brandon. I mean, I didn't, didn't get it because I had already been released, but I mean... Trails yeah, is but, consistent. What, what reviews did it get internationally? Does it have reviews yet? Uh, well, I'm checking. We have our fingers on the pulse. 
what's the name of this again, Brandon? It's Trails of uh, Legend of Heroes uh, Trails Through Daybreak is the English title. Probably a Famitsu aggregate, but their scores are very stunted. (laughs) Yeah. Skewed. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Trails Through through Daybreak. You can't trust Famitsu because they give everything 10 out of 10s. Except inexplicably really great games. Yeah. Trails is is extremely dependable. It's more dependable than Grand Blue's been. I don't think they've had a sub 80 in a minute. Um, that's why I was that was why I was hyped. I forgot the no already pre international releases. Nick, what'd so you pick? Nick, what are you? What? So it's twenty twenty four. Let's see it. Nice. Senua's Saga Hellblade two. That's that's a perfect spot for this if it's going to get drafted. You cannot trust it with a top three pick or even maybe a fourth round pick. But five six where you're like, I have no choice. I have to have things on the board right now. Man, that's smart. That is that's a swing. It's a smart swing, but that is a swing. It's not a swing. It's been fucking six years since the last game, and it's announced for 2024. That's a great pick. When did Hollow Knight come out? That's different. That's four people How is working it different? on it. Independent developer. Well, not independent anymore. They got by, by Microsoft. There's no excuse anymore. <laughs> the things that you just said, though, those are things, and they objectively make sense. Scope creep. But they don't this make sense. This probably could have been this. a 2021, 2022 game if they remained independent, but they got by, by, by Microsoft, and it became much more important for this to be their like Last of Us kind of moment. So totally. we'll see if they hit. Oh, it's going to hit. The combat looks cool. It's a good, it's a good game. Oh, it's Brandon. coming out this year. You did it. Oh, I'm taking on EJ. Oh, but no, after, Brandon, after his no. shade. <laughs> after his shade, bring it, EJ. We'll see oh, which one gets man. better scores. Battle of the, of the sevens here. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll see you, bro. All right, all right. Side bet. Side bet. Side, side bet. bet. We got side our first bet. side bet of 2024. You're welcome. Ayuden Chronicles. Wait, I think I still owe Chris on one of our two side bets from last year. Let's loop back to this. You owe me one Eaton shoe. clip. And I think money because we split some checks, but then we didn't split some other checks. So we'll, we'll talk about it. Who's going to get a better review? Ayuden Chronicles 100 Heroes or Grand Blue uh, Fantasy Relink? 75 versus 76. Wally Eaton <laughs> Chronicles is a new developer. It is the old developers of the first two Suikoden games, which are highly respected and loved by JRPGs All your and eggs Weeboos. in that basket. You're just pushing them all in. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. EJ keeps throwing shade. So. When our OG beloved Mega Man devs came back to Mighty Number no. 9, that fucking worked out spectacularly. So, you know, um, I can't see the a flaw in your logic whatsoever. What what money are we putting on this on this side action here? And I'm going to get in on it. That's for sure. Uh, Grand Blue is definitely going to be better than Iudin Chronicles. Ten bucks. No way. Ten, ten bucks. Is that the bit? Or well, I mean, who's taking this bet? Brandon or you? You you said you're you're. It's you're... Brandon. It's me. Because okay, I, great. I, I told him I, that that's why I picked it. I picked it to to go against EJ and his Grand Blue. I'll I'll put ten bucks on the side action that Grand Blue outscores Iudin. Brandon, I will bet you one dinner of our choice. A sit down, you and me, bro date dinner of choice. All right. Oh, that's a that's a hard bet. It's to a little not, more than ten dollars. But either one of us loses, we both still win. Well, I we win do. if I lose. You lose if you lose. But you know, because then you still have to have dinner with me. So. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I double lose. All right, shake on that, brother. Love that dinner of choice. Winner's choice. I should clarify. No shenanigans. This is winner's choice. Mary Kay and Ashley's winner's choice. <laughs> I feel like I can. 
<laughs> I feel like I can already take a, a couple good guesses about what both of us will pick. And it might just be the same thing. See, here's the thing is if I win, I'm making you come to Eugene to take me to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making us both drive to Gresham. Oh, shit. All right. So you another pick, brother. Next pick. Yeah, I'm just final you know, pick. I pick six. Us. Nobody's going to bet me 10 bucks that Grand Blue's going to outscore Aiden. I mean, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll take you, Chris. I'm with you. I, I mean, obviously, Brandon believes in his game. So Grand Blue's definitely going to outscore Aiden Chronicles. All right. Out of lunch and $10, man. Man's is going to be destitute. <laughs> Have a barrel around his waist. <laughs> we, we stepped a little bit away from JRPGs and Weeboo stuff. Uh, Yo, we're, there it is. We're, we're just going to go with a solid. It has a release date. It's it's coming up, and we're going Helldivers too. It's a great six-round pick. Sony exclusive. Safe. Multiplayer game in a slow year. People are going to play this. Oh, yeah. And the Helldivers one, people played that one like crazy, too. That was a good, good solid game. For all of six months, and then everybody forgot about it. You know, mm. I can't fault you. Nick Durheim. Back to me. What's it going to be, baby? Final pick. Final. Hold on. I'm reorganizing my watch list based on things that have already been taken because they don't get automatically removed. I know. I hate it so much. It's like the big black eye on this whole system that otherwise works very well is I have to go in and manually remove shit. And the fact that like I filled my flex slot and it left a bunch of shit on there that is absolutely not available to be eligible anymore. Like, come on. Come on. What are we doing? Two things that I have tweeted at this guy about. Well, one I completely agree. The watch list thing should be an easy fucking fix Two, the fact that on the releasing soon table at the top doesn't give you the score in another fucking cell right next to the thing. So you have to manually go down to see what the score is. Just put a fucking cell on the table at the top that shows recently released or upcoming games with the score there. So I can just load the page and see immediately what has been scored recently. It's incredibly irritating. Anyway, Nick is staring wistfully at his list. Listfully. Oh, what do we Whoa! got? There it is. Switch 2 is this year. And so is 3D Mario. One of us. Whoa. One of us. That is that is bold. Gauge my plums and whether you want to risk it. That is a that brilliant, is brilliant pick because nobody has the stones to counterpick that because that is a minus fucking 22 or 24. And guaranteed, guaranteed a minus 20 points. Gives him flexibility to drop it. Minus 30. Wow. That is bold. That is bold. I mean, what Mario Odyssey is like the highest rated game on Open Critic before Baldur's Gate. Like, yeah, it was there's a 96. No, no guarantee that it's going to be to that level of standard. It could. No guarantee, but past is precedence with 3D Marios. Man, I just feel like we're at a point. It's January. We've heard nothing of, of anything. I could see there being a revision to the Switch, a not true success. Odyssey didn't get a title until January. The year it came out. But we knew that the Switch was a thing by January. We knew the Switch was a thing because the Wii was a failure and they needed to pad out that time to let people know that there was hope and that the console was coming out in three months. This console isn't coming out till September or October. So March announcement. Don't have to know about it until like spring. Late Q3, early Q4 release for sure. As soon as they announce Switch 2, then Switch sales are going to plummet. They want to ride that high as long as they can. You know, it sucks. I've thought about this fucking game for weeks. And I just, I just felt like, for all the reasons we've talked about, Nintendo's not going to launch a Mario game with a Switch 2. Like, so if, if the Switch 2 comes out in March, I could see this being a late-year release. If the Switch 2 doesn't come out until, like you guys said, November, the way consoles typically do, 
This, to me, strikes the end of March to really blow up their numbers going into that investor meeting. Yeah. I think the next Switch has to launch with either 3D platformer Mario or Mario Kart. Yes. Because last time they had Zelda, they didn't have to have anything else. And it sold units. It ported Mario Kart. Zelda sold units. It did. And if Zelda can sell units, Mario can sell units. Oh, yeah. Mario would be obviously be a phenomenal launch title. But again, this is Nintendo we're talking about. They'll sell a version of Tears of the Kingdom on the next console or it'll just drop with a patch and they'll like have a bundle, you know, some way to entice buyers to like get this new console, the big new thing. But also I think they need like an actual new game. And for most people, Breath of the Wild was a Switch title. It wasn't a Wii U title because ain't nobody had a Wii U. Bro, that's got me so fucking twisted that you got that because I know it's just if Kristen drafted this, it'd be a 2026 game. You drafted this, it's going to be a 98 dropped on our fucking domes and it's bullshit. And I'm I'm so fucking tilted. You had like literally like three opportunities before I, just, I got this. I, even I, mentioning it, even saying it out loud. I know, you're like, it's 2025. Thing. I didn't think and anyone you was going to draft it. it. You believed it until I, until I picked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still think that's the case, but you know, you're a motherfucker. I didn't expect anyone to draft it. So this was always just on the very bottom of my list thinking no one's going to draft it. I will bid $50 on this when it comes out. You know what I mean? Like I'm not worried about it. I will win this fucking game and it will drop a 97 and I will clean up with it. But you drafted it. You drafted it for free. And now it comes down to us. Like Chris said, no one has the plums to counterpick it. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. God. It wasn't on my watch list either. I'm just free balling it. Free balling. Felt a a twinge. Is this my last pick? Yes. Yes. Fuck. Sir, yes, sir. So the only game that I think is going to be good that has a release date currently, I don't think Banishers Ghost of New Eden is worth drafting. Open Road is going to be a 70-something Tales of Kinzera is probably going to get delayed out of the year and we're going to suck. Avowed, fuck you. Thaumaturge is going to be bad. Princess Peach Showtime is going to be Princess Peach Showtime. So the only other good game with a hard release date is Rise of the Ronin. And I did talk shit about it, but again, it is Team Ninja. It's certainly a game. It'll do long numbers, maybe a little bit lower. One of the games of all time. It's like an 82 on it. That's not bad. Everything I've read about it, people are... It's above average for you last year. People are... Hopeful that this is going to be better than Wolong because Wolong was disappointing for them after after Neo's success. I think the game looks bad, though, so I'm really going against the plums here. It's tough. This is the worst slot, always. <laughs> Give it to me. Give me Rise of the Ronin. Okay. Give it to me. I got three no dates, three dated. I'm going with it. I feel fine about it. It was on the list. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Pick it's six. Fine. It, hey, it's the beginning. You know, it's fine. You're you're a late bloomer, EJ. It's all good. I've come in first, third by a fraction of a point, and second. So I feel pretty confident that I know what I'm doing. I'm just not better than Nick. No one's better than Nick. You were better than me once. By three points on a late year Forza pick with private bidding. <laughs> like And my counterpicking death loop. <laughs> well, yeah, you really fucked that up, didn't you? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> is that the year I counterpicked? Uh, I counterpicked Monkey Island. Or was that the second year? That was the next year. Yeah, I believe. So I don't have a new game franchise, do I? No, I do. I uh, dropped pepper a Pepper Grinder. That's right. Pepper Grinder. That's, right. That's right. EJ holding on to that flex spot though. There's at least like four remakes that are like either dated or like pretty pretty sure things. Surprised he didn't just go for it in the draft, but yeah, he doesn't have any competition. I have no competition. I have a hundred dollars, and I would rather wait for a more known quantity than take a flyer. You guys took all the known quantities. That's true. You could have taken them. Hey, I told you. Konami is pulling a Konami. It's all good. I'm trusting. What's the the last game Konami's published? 
It's damning. Uh, Bomberman 2 came out last year, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do say Metal Gear Survive or whatever it was. Whoops. Whoops. No, they also did that bad Contra game. <laughs> oh, that's true. You could have taken Persona 3. Yeah, but Persona 3, Nick is, is way higher in Persona 3 than I am. That's crazy. You should be higher. That game is has insanely good review scores in every iteration it's ever had. And this looks to be the definitive way to play it. Persona 3 is the goaded uh, Persona game. Yeah. The last version of this game was a little soft. It is an old game. Persona 5 has been a thing. If they completely revamp the systems to be Persona 5, it's going to do amazing. All these games are old games, EJ. <laughs> Persona 5 was a 2016 game that played like a 2010 game. Well, that's, that's my true. point. Is at what point do people just say, oh yeah, well, I've done this before. N- never, because... Because it's the people who buy these games. That's what they want. They want new characters. The last characters, Persona game got a 78. Like, what are we talking about? That was a tactics game. Yeah, that's not a Persona game, dog. That is oh, a tactics versus game. the 14th remake. Like, it's just at some point there will be diminishing returns. Oh, man. No, you no. don't understand the Wii <laughs> Chris, Chris, if you're so confident in it, why did you take the Surefire 85 and not the Surefire 90? The Surefire 85? Thousand Year Door is an 89 on Metacritic. Uh, what was Super Mario RPG? Has no review aggregate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. There is no aggregate review of that. It's a Super Nintendo game. Thousand Year Door, 85. Can we lock that in? Are we side betting? Are we side bet number bet? two? You want to bet? I'll take that it's over an 85. There's a good chance that that game score starts with a nine. But I think like 88, 89 is a, is a more fair range. Yeah. I don't think it, that's it, my ex- That's my expectation. And the only reason I took it when it did, well, besides the fact that that is like clearly first round or first round, first pick point worthy uh, having that in a in the flex slot was too important to me. Yeah, I'd side I'd bet you that it's that it's 85 or higher. We'll loop back to this. Now he's quiet. Now he's quiet. <laughs> now he's quiet. Now he's quiet. That's you what gotta, I thought. You got to pick. You got to pick. Chris, I'm sorry for pitch for, for chipping in. I, I, if I didn't say anything, he probably would have taken your bet easy. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. We'll 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 circle back. We'll circle back. Winners circle back. All right, Chris, it's your pick. Wait, so did both of you guys spend two days in my house while I was at my most contagious and neither of you got sick? Correct. That's amazing. Yes, that is true. I spent 14 seconds giving Mark a hug and I got sick. You touched patient zero. <laughs> and then Sarah, who I kissed twice each night before she left the two nights I was most contagious. She's built up an immunity to Mark. Apparently. Uh, I think it's genetic. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's just like a placebo effect. EJ just hears the word being sick and he just gets sick. He doesn't know, but he actually has to give him germs. They just kind of exist in his, his existence body creates and them they, on their own. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> My I, last respiratory infection was November 2019 pre pandemic. Brandon, I haven't had a cold in four over four fucking years. That's a world record. I will never go that long again without being sick. That was amazing. But that's also because you avoided humans. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I hope I hope you can break that PR, EJ, because four years is a good a good amount of time not being sick. It's an amazing time. I went to a Kiss concert, maskless, with a bunch of boomers who probably weren't vaccinated, and I didn't get sick. It's not like I've lived in a fucking underground bunker for four years, Brandon. I've lived a perfectly normal life. Now, don't say that. Going to a Kiss concert is not perfectly normal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this, all right. <laughs> no sane human would choose. Yeah. Did they did they play Glove Gun? That's so fucking funny. Glove gun. Got through so deep lore. <laughs> just talking about his dick. I'm going to get roasted for this. I just know it. Let's roast you. 
I'm ready. <laughs> you put it in the deep board chat already. We gotta we gotta keep track of these things. I'm gonna pin all of these. I'm taking the most EJ counterpick bait pick imaginable. And God, it would be so funny if you did. Uh I am going to take. Oh, that was adding to my watch list. God, I fucking hate this interface. Well, go to the draft instead of the watch list tab. Well, I'm <laughs> working so on it, but the fact that I have to <laughs> manually select showing my watch list in the draft tab is anno- is fucking annoying. Um I'm taking the first of two downloadable content expansions for Alan Wake. A reasonable pick. Alan Wake 2 Night Springs. I was wondering about that. I was wondering when someone would actually jump on those. Seems like it's yeah. not going to be as high as uh, Alan Wake. Brendan is about no. to cry. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I had briefly thought about it, but if there's one thing that um, Remedy hasn't done super well, it's DLC. I looked like at the, that. The control DLC was meh. If there's one thing I like about my DLC is not being able to play as the titular character. So <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it could be good. I mean, obviously the game was fantastic. Uh, I think that's going to make more of a difference relative to um, relative to this particular DLC. Because looking at the way that the scores broke down for Alan Wake 1's DLC, that was already a marginally scored game, and then the DLC was more marginal. This would be amazing if I counterpicked it, and this was my redemption this year. <laughs> like, Go for it. Everyone else takes big L's on counterpicks, and I zero Once out. Once bitten, twice shy, EJ. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, my last game, it does not have a release date. It is slated for the first half of 2024. No. Kind kind of a flyer. No, uh, don't do it. I am taking Frostbite. Don't do it. Too. No! Yeah. <laughs> Get him. No! Get his ass. Cannot hear no! the game. Frostpunk no! 2. This was my oh, fucking EJ. ace in the hole. Then draft no, it. it. <laughs> then draft no, it. You leave it. Because this Jesus was gonna Christ. be this was gonna be a low-key, like, cause this. Oh, this was going to be a quick $3 bid. Nobody would look twice just, at it. would have lost it. Okay. Oh, it's got man. an 86. It took me two seconds to Google that Frostpunk 1 has an 86, and I would put five bucks on that. Easy. $3 bid. Do you know Bitch, anything please. about this game? It's a completely different game than the first one. So why are you so bullish on it? I know it's going to be good, but not bullish enough to draft yeah, it. Yeah, seriously. Because he doesn't have a release God. date. This could easily get pushed out of the year. That's that was, was Rift of the Necro Dancer. You yeah, pick that golly. before you pick that. That game's gonna come out this year. Maybe its quality may be in question. Frostpunk is an easy delay. That's why I was waiting on it. My other games, they would be more surprising delays. You know, so I'm just I'm I'm weighing the pros and cons of how well I think it's gonna do versus whether or not I'm confident it's gonna come out this year. And Frostpunk, I'm not confident in, but it's gonna be a fucking bangerang of a game. Well, Brennan weighed his pros and cons, and he decided that he's going all in. Brennan's flying by the seat of his fucking pants here. How did nobody draft Visions of Mana? I thought that would have been Brennan's first pick. <laughs> no release date, no gameplay. He play. took Hades 2! Hades 2 got drafted! <laughs> well, Brandon aside, everybody else who's drafting lo- with their head and not their ass, like... I'm blown away. Brennan took Silk Song. Silk Song could actually come out this year. That's totally different. <laughs> He's earned Silk Song. <laughs> and Chris, Chris picked Metroid 4. Come on. Nick thinks it's great. Nick knows. This is going to be an insert clip in it the future this year. <laughs> when Silk Song and Metroid 4 and Unannounced Mario comes out and Brandon's just sitting there like John Travolta being like, where's Hades? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I honestly hope so. 
<laughs> All right, what's your counter, Brandon? First counter pick. got Homeworld 3. <laughs> oh, man. You're the first counter pick. Oh, boy. Howdy. What do I counter pick? I mean, I mean, we're 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 playing not for friends. We're playing for victory here. So, Brandon, your hopes have all but gone. <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> everything's getting counterpicked. <laughs> His whole roster. Oh my God! There's so many great. great. Is Brandon gonna have four counterpicks at the end of this draft? Yes, Holy I shit. honest to God think he will. <laughs> I'm so serious. No, Nick's coming for me. No, Nick's gonna Nick's gonna counter Hades. Which means I get a counter one of his JRPGs. <laughs> well, Brandon gets a counter first. Let him let the man sitting. <laughs> <laughs> We're picking over his dead carcass while it's still breathing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's Prometheus and we're just eating his liver out while he looks at all his you counter pick options. You know what? I I love you, Bren Dog, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna counter pick uh Dragon's Dogma. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. oh that's still uh oh Sorry, Brand Dog. I know you're coming for me now. I wish I could come for you, Brandon, but I'm I, I have the last <laughs> counter pick. I have the last <laughs> counter pick. There's there's a free counter pick. Couple of them actually. Yeah, there's some layups. Nick and EJ layups. will get those. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what two games are about to come off Brandon's roster. There's one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's one. Of course. <laughs> Game's 2025, and it's going to be impeccable, but it's going to be early access for a full year before it comes out. Yeah, for sure. Just like the last one. Um, my draft counter pick uh, is like giving me a blank drop down. You have to hit the little arrows. It did that to me, too. I know how to use the Internet. It's not dropping <laughs> no, no, anything EJ. down. It sounds like you don't. I refreshed it's the page, refreshing the page and it is now working. There you go. Wow. Um, have you tried <laughs> unplugging it and plugging it back in? <laughs> uh, wow. We code in. Okay. So, so leaving Ayudin for Chris. <laughs> yeah, that's. And then Brenny gets Grand Blue. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, this is actually, actually flawless. Um, I'm shocked that you uh, picked up Suikoden. I know that, you know, Nick had the uh, Victor Wembenyama slam dunk. With, I'm sure this uh, is going to review too. as well as Tales of Symphonia, if it even comes out in 2024. Uh, I'm not worried it. about it. I don't think it's coming out. It is definitely going to review better than Tales of Symphonia. That's not going to be a 69. That's great. So they could trip and fall over that bar um, <laughs> if it comes out. <laughs> If it comes out, it's um, so hard to trip over a CD, dude. <laughs> they barely stick up. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's why you're sliding on it. Yeah, but that'll if that comes out, if that comes out, you'll you'll definitely you'll definitely lose like 10 points on that. But I think it's a safe as, as safe a counterpick as there is other than I did Chronicles, which I'm fucking obviously counterpicking right now. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. You're all threatened by me. <laughs> that is not what counterpicks mean, Brandon. That is you, quite literally the opposite of what counterpicks mean. You have been spending too much time with Andrew and have inherited his sociopathic self-confidence. Um, <laughs> let me refresh here because I'm also getting a... Uh, remind me, Brandon, how do I... Where, where are those arrows I have to click to, to get the uh, up your ass. <laughs> are they? Threaten me with a good time. I'm going to have to close my whole web browser because I've refreshed like six times and it's not giving it to me. Brandon, I know you're the punching bag this round because you're the rookie. Brandon was the punching bag last draft. And I was the draft before, so here we go. Oh, it's all good. It's rookie hazing, brother. You, you got to remember, I'm a construction worker. I don't know anything but hazing when it comes to socializing with the people I work with. Welcome to the family. 
And a younger brother. Yeah, and a younger brother. It's an absolute toxic community. Ayudin Chronicles 100 Heroes is counterpicked. I hope that hangs dong on Chris. I'm not going to lie, Brandon. I'm not rooting for Ayudin Chronicles. I'll take you to dinner, baby. I just want to hang some dong on my boy over here. <laughs> EJ, you had me for two days, and I saw nary, nary a whiff of dong. You saw a lot of me. I did, did. But, no no, dong. but no dong. Well, you should have said something. <laughs> <laughs> He said it with his eyes and his heart. <laughs> yeah, I did, man. but you were sort listening. All right, Bren, what are you doing here? The arrows uh, on the right side, I believe, of the, the uh, drop uh, down uh, box. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, mine's blank tail. Oh, no, no. It's, no. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, I just had to wait two seconds. That's standing internet for you there, bucko. <laughs> <laughs> I. Oh, Shout out fuck. Sandy, Oregon. <laughs> yeah, dude. Brennan, unannounced Mario. Counterpick unannounced Mario. Oh, no, that's Mario. EJ, Dude, shut the fuck up. You. Shut the fuck up. Stop. Brandon, yell at EJ for using Bren as his mouthpiece. I mean, we kind of are. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, my bad. I said I would. Hey, EJ, knock it off. You weasel. <laughs> that's the best you can do. You're not using big enough words. Bren, can you yell at EJ on my behalf then for trying to use you as his mouthpiece? EJ, shut the fuck up. I'm tired of you using it as your mouthpiece. I love that. I can't hear a fucking thing you just said because you peaked the mic. I can't wait to listen to this episode this week. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I was, I was going to, I was going to go off and I was like, my better judgment kicked in. I was like, I have to sing. This is a challenging vocal. It's a working man. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Chris. I was, uh, I was writing in the chat uh, what a what a dummy dumb I was. And so I wasn't really paying attention. So my bad. You're good. No, you're good. You're great. This is a hard one because all the easy counterpicks are taken and there's layup. nothing else. Layup. Layup. I have to shoot like a three quarter court shot right now. I was just looking at the control DLCs and who. Yeah. Yeah. Those were rough. They are not good. I don't I don't think Alan Wake will dip down to the 70s for their DLC, but. I also don't remember which DLC is which as far as the story and if there's like a game mode being added. I don't remember what has been detailed already. Yeah. And I haven't finished the new game plus yet, so I don't really know what's coming in the DLC. So Mm. I'm not as low as EJ on Prince of Persia. I know that's that's something that he was probably tempted into considering until he got a gimme so he coded instead interesting i mean that one i think it'll do okay but i don't want to lose 11 or 12 points on a counter pick i mean i don't know it's hard it's hard because last year losing 11 would have put you and and picking a couple other things that maybe will not release that we start taking a few more flyers on because this is just not going to be as good a year you, you could maybe have gotten away with a minus 11 or 12, but this year I don't think. Yeah, it's it's like, if do you want to go with the safe, maybe 10 points lost or go for the risky Metroid Prime Mario, like games that if they do come out are easy mid 90s, like that's tough. And to be fair, e- EJ, right choice 100%. If you're going to counterpick something that you're like, this isn't coming out, but that is not going to lay a Greg Oden sized dick on your face if it does come out, like that was the one to do. Brandon, did we... Did we not clearly explain what counterpicks were, and is that our bad? And should should we entertain the idea of Brandon getting counterpick again? No, no, don't, no, don't entertain it. No, it doesn't matter. What was your understanding of what the counterpick is? When I when I googled it, what it said was that because uh, I was like fancy drafts. What are counterpicks? Is that is that the person gets uh, 
instead of getting plus points, they get minus points for whatever game you pick. Oh, that is literally the opposite. I absolutely think that we should give him another counter. No, no, it's good. No, Brandon, no. Brandon. No, that's that's sanctity not, of the game. Sanctity of the game no, on our that part. That is sanctity of the game for my inability to check in with you guys. No, we should have explained. You're, you're. Listen, last year when Brennan was a rookie, I got on this fucking website with him, and I screen shared it, and I walked him through everything, and explained everything before the draft. And you came in with something that we assumed you understood. Once again, I could have taken the time, and I meant to, and I forgot to, to pull you aside to have you do what you did for Brendan. So I want to take accountability for my actions. And you I'm need as much take, help as I'm, you can get. Please take care. it. Yeah, <laughs> Br- Brendan. It literally this is this is our bad for not explaining free swappies, free swappies. Nick, overrule him. Just yank it. Just overrule yeah. him by delete manager. the counterpick. Take so, the fucking Brandon, counterpick. We can, we can delete all the drafts or all the counterpick drafts, and we'll start over from you, and then we'll go back in that same order, and we'll pick what our counterpick drafts are with your understanding what the counterpick actually means. Okay, fine. Let's do it. So, Brandon, counterpicks. Locking in something that somebody can't take away. And the more important thing is that you lose points based on how many points it gets. So the big thing last year was EJ counterpicked Alan Wake 2 early in the year, thinking that maybe it would get a delay. And if a game is delayed, that game gets a zero, and they're stuck with a zero, and you lose no points, which is a very good thing. But Alan Wake 2 came out, Brennan still couldn't drop it, but it also meant that he got minus 19 points for the 19 points that Brennan got on his roster. So if Dragon's Dogma 2 comes out and gets an 85, you would lose 15 points. But if you counterpick anything else, you would lose the points that that game would get. To a counterpick, you'll lose any points above 70, and you'll gain any points below 70. And if it locks them in so if it doesn't come out, you get a zero, and a zero is what you want. Gaining points on a counterpick is very rare, but you want to lose as few points as possible, meaning you're betting against bad games or games that won't come out. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I'm just looking at the... No, I understood. So I'm just kind of looking at the options. That's why you see my my deer-in-the-headlight face. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, let's let's run it back. That's our bad for not clarifying that uh, at the top of the draft. But that's an easy fix. So now you get a chance to... I mean, there's two obvious choices here. Do we want to... Hmm, how do I want to say this? Do we want to... Are we mulliganing this entire counterpick round, or are we just going to give Brandon a chance to select, and then we're going to select what we already selected? I think we mulligan it because that has cascading effects. Like if he counterpicks a game that I was going to counterpick, then what's my choice? Oh no, I, I looked at what was already counterpicked, and I'm not going to. Brandon, it's a mulligan. Y'all safe on that? I know, I know, it's mulligan, but well, they're all his games anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> also that okay that's fair the only game i have a choice on is a uh, rift of the necro dancer which i'm not i'm not doing that one so brennan can still have that Bren, i thought that was a a smart counter pick as an aside uh, we talked about it earlier yeah i i don't think there was really many good options but i think there are more options that might not come out than there are I, you know you follow your heart those can be later ones. So, clean slate. Okay. Are you going to have to manually do these, Nick? Yes, I'm manually doing it. Okay. Oh, okay. Otherwise, it would have to be a bid and just... Yeah. I don't want to deal with dollars and stuff, changing dollar amounts. So, um, I appreciate all the uh, the hard work you do, Nick, for running this. But, I mean, the, easy, the smartest choice is an unannounced 3D Mario platformer because I don't think we're getting Switch 2 till. Uh, till spring of 2025. Locking it in? Lock it in. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I love the absolute fucking cojones on this guy. 
I love it, Brandon. I love it. That's fucking crazy. We know what it is, Brandon. Respectfully, you've already dug yourself a hole with some of your draft picks. This could be the swing if we start losing points on draft picks and this comes out in 2025, this could level the playing field. So you have nothing to lose. I respect it. I respect the fucking cojones. The absolute gilly four size plums on this man. Hey, if I'm not playing this on the knife edge the whole time, I ain't playing it right. I love that, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> respect. So then are we just going to go continue down and Nick? Yes, I, I stuck with Hades too. EJ, uh, are you still going to stick with Suicoden? Well, you guys fucking roasted me so hard. I'm like, maybe I should go ahead and cry. Yeah, that's that's totally. That's I thought totally that valid. was a good pick. I said it was a good pick. No, like I'm I'm gonna stay sweet code, and, and we're gonna hope for a delay here in a in a JRPG field year. I mean, hey, they they said to expect it spring of this year, so um, you know, bring it they on. They told EJ. me to expect it last year too, and look what happened. Hmm. So uh, well, they they said December last year, and so you know their pushback isn't that far. And then Chris, you Excellent. you went with yeah. Uh, I'm going to stick with Ayuden, which I still do think is a much better counter pick than Suikoden if it comes out. Okay, got that for you, Verdinji counter pick. And Brennan, you went with yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, Rift I'll, of the Necrodancer. Are you sticking with that as well? Yeah, I'll stick with it. Are you thinking it's just not going to come out? Or I know the last one did really good. The last two did really good. Yeah. If it comes out, it's going to score better than fucking Prince of Persia. I promise you that. Side bet. What's our What's our side bet? What's our side bet? If <laughs> Rift comes out, it scores better than Prince of Persia. If it comes out. Mm. I'm not playing the delay game. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stick with it. what I have those at. Let me see. I didn't even put a guess on Rift. Wait, I've got Rift at 82, Prince of Persia at 83. So, I mean, I think they're pretty close. <laughs> I, I put yeah. Prince of Persia at 81, and I put Rift at 86. Uh, Confidence of this man. They're all 86 or higher. I just don't know. I mean, they just they, they know what they're doing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I the mean, game itself, like what how how they've shown it, has not done much for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, over Splatoon three side order over Senua's Saga Hellblade two. I'm not saying over. I'm just. I don't think either I, of those games are going to. It's score a bold choice. Brendan's had a perfectly cromulent draft, and I think he came in at the final hour and said, "You know what? Let me hang some dong on myself. It wouldn't be a draft." With Brennan, if that didn't happen. So, you know, I feel okay about it. Uh, EJ, I'll take that $10 bet. $10 side bet. Nick, put it in your spreadsheet. $10 side if bet. If Rift comes out, mm-hmm. it is if scoring it higher than Prince of Persia. I, I could totally eat crow on this. I think Prince of Persia looks fucking awful. And of course, we all thought Benedict Fox looked good. I thought After Image looked good. So I don't know how to judge Metroidvania games like this, but I think it looks bad. The animations are janky, the graphics suck. Doesn't mean it can't be a good game. I just think it looks bad. And that is a big deal in the current year. And then what's the bet? Ten dollars? Ten bucks. And of course, Brandon and I's bet. Then your Ayudin one is uh for dinner. Yeah, for dinner. Ayudin versus uh Don't don't write dinner, write date. Blue. Yeah, mandate. Mandate. While we're talking side bets, any other side bets that we want to potentially look at while we're here? I love the side bets. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get juiced up here. Switch to 2024, 20 bucks. I don't want to bet against that because I just want it to be true. Okay. I want it to be true so bad, but I, I'm I am so confident it's not till twenty twenty five. So I think I think I'll take Chris on that one. Oh, I just feel it in my soul. It's twenty twenty five. That'd be such a bummer, dude. Eight years with this shitty mobile hardware. What a just a boner that is. And then we'll have eight more years with another shitty mobile hardware. EJ, I know, but slightly less shitty. Switch two is not even going to be as powerful as a Steam Deck. I'd say about kind of comparable. I think it should be at least comparable because the Steam Deck is kind of underpowered. But again, they went for something that you could squeeze three hours of battery life out of. 
um, which battery life is obviously crucial to Nintendo. And when the Switch launched, it barely scraped four hours. And that was like pushing it for a handheld. Now it gets, you know, you're getting six, seven, eight hours of handheld time out of it. So it's really pretty amazing. Any other side bets? Any other side bets? Any unreasonable confidence? Usually it's like all of these side bets are like, this game's going to be better than that game. I don't know if I have any that just like are popping off the top of my dome. I think my draft picks kind of speak for themselves. And I'm not going to double down on a draft pick. Yeah. No, I think... Uh I'm 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 big chilling. I think those are the two, the two things we talked about the most is these dueling, schlocky JRPGs that are coming out, and uh, the Switch Two. Will they? Won't they? You know what's funny about Iron Chronicles and Grand Blue is of all the schlocky JRPGs, those are the two that I thought were actually going to be decent. So I think they'll both probably be eights. I don't know. And yet here, and yet here we are competing against them. Let me read you what I read for. Iodin Chronicle. Suikoden's successor was a Kickstarter game which can be all over the map. Looks like a 3DS game, but people are excited for some reason. Feels wrong to doubt a JRPG like this. I wasn't going to draft it. I mean, I'm it a, feels I'm a, wrong. I mean, admittedly, I probably have a heavy bias since I'm a backer for the Kickstarter. And oh, a huge collusion! I know, collusion. right? And a huge Suikoden franchise fan. One of my top all-time favorite franchises. So I will admit there's a lot of bias. But I mean, it's I like monetarily it. and emotionally. It's invested. a hard pick. I totally understand. Uh, let's run it from the top. Bren's soft. Run us through your draft, my friend. Any final notes? How do you feel about how it went? I feel pretty good about this. Minus the minus the counter pick has me just feeling a little queasy. But um, so my first pick was Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I think it's probably one of the best slots that you can get for the flex. Um, maybe one of the highest. Uh, rated games this year potentially who knows we'll see um, Hollow Knight Silk Song obviously this has been a running joke in the league um, <laughs> this is the year years. baby the <laughs> albatross is on your neck now out, like, <laughs> it's gonna be a fucking banger and yeah it's gonna hit yeah yeah so fingers crossed on that one uh, Dragon's Dogma 2 um, Capcom has just been killing it I think they release really good games now um who would have thought? And not I know, me. not me. Not me. Um, really excited to actually play that one this year. Uh, the Plucky Squire looks like a very cute game. Um, one game that I definitely wanted last year, but hey, hopefully it comes out this year too. And then Frostpunk Two um, should be pretty good if it does end up coming out. Um, Black Myth Wukong, great Souls-like game. It's gonna be awesome. It looks fucking yeah. tight. It looks You'll, great. You will, you will watch me stream it. Hell yeah, brother. Redingy. Oh, Chris, boy. That's run me. us through. How you feel? Uh, I feel good. I think that, um, well, I'll just run it down. Uh, so I picked, let me get this in slot order so I can run it down uh, in the order it was picked. Uh, my number would pick on the remake of Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. Uh, wanted to get that flex slot filled with some good points. I think this is, could, could start with a nine. Could very well start with a nine. I think there's a world where that happens. Uh, but in either case, in any case, I think high 80s, befitting a first round pick. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 Dawn Trail. Can't believe that this wasn't something that somebody snatched up uh, prior to it sneaking back to me. Uh, but very happy to have that because those expansions literally never miss. Like that, that is as guaranteed a po uh, points as a Dead Cells DLC. Um, it's going to be great. Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Say what you will. I think it looks great. 
Uh, it's going to run absolutely amazing on every console, which is going to get it some some serious love, I think. It already has, but a quality Metroidvania that I'm definitely going to play uh, next paycheck. Metroid Prime 4, speaking of this is the year, uh, I, I think Switch 2 is coming. That's coming with it. Uh, Pepper Grinder, going to be uh, an indie banger, old Devolver digital action. Uh, and Alan Wake 2 Night Springs, which... Uh, know i feel like i'm gonna see somebody's name next to that in a counterpick slot before that lands in a couple weeks that's or when that no sorry when that lands uh, a little bit later this spring i feel like somebody's gonna somebody's gonna get yippy and counterpick that i have a feeling i have a feeling but we'll see if alan wake to scare uh score scares them off or not something we should note for brandon the bidding system we can talk more about how the bidding system works off air but something to note on record is that if somebody puts in a bid to kind of pick one of your games and you go to drop that game in response before that bid goes through, your drop, it'll process before the bids process. So, Brandon, you go to counterpick Alan Wake with a $5 bid in three months and Chris sees that and it freaks him out. He can go and drop that game and your bid will fail because he dropped that game before the counterpick bid could go through. But Chris would never do that to me, right? Chris would for sure do that. I would do it in a heartbeat That's if harsh. I if I had any any indication. Like if they release a trailer, they release a trailer for that, and I'm like, oh boy, this uh, this looks like Alan Wake One DLC. Then yeah, I might I might go. No, I'm I'm getting out of town. Depending on if. But I also, see you posts. only lose money on bids that are successful. Yeah. Uh, Jigstradomsoft. I feel reasonable in my draft. You guys. Definitely kind of threw some curveballs uh, early, which sort of shook up some of the order for me, but I was really happy to get both Flight Sim and Erdtree right off the rip. Really nice one and two picks for me. And drafting third, I feel really nice about that. So again, playing with fire a little bit, drafting games that don't have release dates, but I think this is the time to do it. Rift the Necrodancer, we talked about at length, counterpicked by Brennan. Homeworld 3, I think, has low-key potential. This this could be like a game that we look back on the Hall of Fame at like the fifth slot and be like, how did that happen? It could also be a, a Company of Heroes, like I said, so who knows. Grand Blue, of all the current RPGs with release dates, this one looks to be the most competent, has the most competent names attached to it, but it's really, it's like throwing a fucking dart in the dark and you don't know where it's going to land. You know, I may have just hit Brandon in the foot for all I know. Um... Rise of the Ronin had to go against the plums on this one. Again, you doubt the names attached to it. Consistent run. I tried to find out the other day, and Nick, maybe you can answer this. All it says is the dev team is Team Ninja. Do they have separate teams? Is the team that was working on Wolong developing this simultaneously? I think so. I'm not too too familiar with how Koei Tecmo and Team Ninja operate if there, if there are multiple teams within the team, but it seems like it would just be that's the team. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. They did this. They did. I mean, didn't Team Ninja or was it a Mega Force that did that? A uh, Monster Hunter like I can't remember. But yeah, Koei Tecmo is kind of a weird, kind of double A uh, hired gun as far as uh, development goes. So very, very hit or miss. A lot of good games though. I don't know. They have a great track record. It's weird that they're doing two Souls like that are so similar. I mean, Rise of the Ronin's got like so far appears to be less of these sort of fantastic mythological much more grounded it's just weird that they're coming out 12 months apart it's weird it's strange to me 
a little bit of a red flag, but people are excited about it. Uh, and then I counterpicked Suikoden 1 and 2 HD remaster, hoping that doesn't come out. If it does come out, I have no finger on the pulse as to how good this game could be. No idea. These things are all over the fucking map. There's literally no way to predict. That's Jigstradamsoft. All right, Team Barry. Let's go. I am pretty pretty happy with all these picks. Um, I I decided that this year was more of a take a risk because there's, you know, very high possibility of new hardware from Nintendo, which means we're going to be getting some launch titles for that. So I took some risks on that. And Metaphor, um, you know, there's still a likelihood that it could come out in 2025, but I figured if it is 2024, I want it on my team. And having six drops means I can drop this pretty freely if anybody wants to wants to check me on that. If they want to check me too late, if they want to check me early and put a bid on it, then I don't know. But right now I'm feeling like it's there's a high possibility it's coming out this year. They said 2024 and there's little reason to doubt it. So I, I started out with Persona 3 Reload. That game, every time it comes out, it gets immaculate scores. And there's very little reason for me to believe that this game will score any lower. Uh, metaphor like i said is it just looks fantastic the way they enter like they added a little bit of action to the combat system before you start the battle so you still get the turn-based thing that people like but you also get more interactivity which they kind of played with a little bit with persona 5 with the way that you have the stealth sections where you can start a battle and like have the drop on an opponent um unicorn overlord just beautiful art style been aware just does not miss splatoon 3 all of the expansions for splatoon have scored very highly and this one being a roguelike mode, like I talked about, people are so hungry for roguelike modes. Valhalla, DLC, like just that came out, like people love that for Ragnarok. Um, Senua Saga, Microsoft needs the W and they said 2024. So I'm hoping that means that they're actually confident that it's hitting this year and not that they're desperate for something in 2024, which is also a possibility. This is like not a 50-50, I'd say 60-40, but also I can drop it if, I, if it feels like it's not going to come out. And then Mario 3D Pro, if it comes out, then that's like a that's an easy 30 points on my on my table. So very happy about that. And then getting the first counter pick against Brandon, getting Hades 2. I mean, bro, it's if it comes out, it's gonna be in early access and you're not gonna get any points for it. It's gonna do the same thing they did last time because they did the last one for a full year of early access, if not even a little bit more. I think it was like 15 months on Epic Game Store and early access, and then they got the they got paid out both sides. They got paid out for Nintendo exclusivity for a short period of time as well. I think they'll probably do the same thing with this. I mean, yeah, I, I feel really good about my entire list. Brandon, moment of truth. Run us All through right. it, brother. The ramparts. How do you feel? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, you know, with the flex pick, I went with uh, Sweeken in one and two. And like you said, you know, it's kind of a little bit hard to predict where I don't feel as somebody who plays JRPGs. It's all like it, it has. I feel a lot of like beloved JRPGs especially with remakes, they suffer from uh, the Nintendo score as well. We're like, even if a uh, Nintendo game isn't uh, quite so good, they still get really good scores. It's same thing with uh, with old school RPGs. And this is one of the cult classics of like top echelon. This is how you make a JRPG. So as long as visually it looked good from the trailers and they touch up um, a lot of the localization um, dialogue issues, I think this it's coming out hard and swinging hard. And like I said, I'm still confident that it's coming out around the same time as uh, a Udian Chronicles. Cause I just, I, that's just the feeling I have about uh, Konami. There's kind of a little bit of uh, 
uh, backstabbers is the word, but like shady and like people they've dealt with before that, you know, they don't work for them anymore. They kind of find ways to kind of come back and stab them in the back and whatnot. Then we've got like a dragon, which is a very solid series. So felt pretty comfortable just going with that. Um, Tekken 8 uh, is going to be a little bit interesting because the last Street Fighter people liked quite a bit. But then you had MK1, which was uh, a mess. And then but I feel like uh, like like having that to like kind of bounce off of and see, you know, reactions to that might pull tech might give them some time to be like, okay, let's polish things up. And then Tekken just a tried and two true fighters and people love fighters. And so I feel like it's a pretty, pretty confident, uh, decent amount of points. And then Hades was, is my, is my hail Mary. Cause, uh, you either go big or you go home. You either get something that's just gonna overload you or something that's just gonna sink you. And, and Hades too is, is my bid for, for sinker rise. So, uh, Udian Chronicles, uh, like I said, Suikoden is a very uh, beloved JRPG series. Uh, same creators as the first two games. And so I believe that it'll get... I mean, it's not going to be amazing. I'm talking like an 80, 82. So that's it's not too bad. I feel pretty comfortable. And then Helldivers 2 was just like a game that has a release date that I know is going to just get anywhere from probably a 78 to an 82 and people are just going to play and enjoy. And it's just going to, it's going to start my year off with just something nice. When you explain it like that, Brandon, I want to roast you like 7% list, but only 7%. (laughs) Hey, I'll take that 7%. I'll take whatever I can get. I would have took (laughs) 0.5%. Oh man. Uh, Counter. Oh yeah. And then counter pick. Yeah. I, I don't know something in my soul with how good last year was just tells me that this year's going to be pretty mid. And so anything like a new Nintendo console or anything like that is going to be held off till 2025. I just, what there's just something in my bones in my soul that tells me 2025 is when we will get a new switch. It's going to be really disappointing if that's the case, <laughs> really a, a major. No, nah, man, we got princess peach and we got Luigi's mansion Two. How come nobody drafted those games? Well, Luigi, what a waste of a flex slot that would be because that is the worst Luigi's Mansion game by a country mile. We uh, did it, boys. We done did it. 2024. I'm excited. In the books. We've got this. Brennan, you sound excited. <laughs> I am excited. Yes. There you go. You got, a great, you got a great set of games and a good counter pick. You should feel good. Now you just got to avoid drafting Destiny expansions and shit that's not going to get scores or come out. <laughs> no more Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> no more Cult of the Lamb. Hey, there's sex DLCs coming out this year, though. So, Oh, shit, like I forgot smut. about that. People love sex. I think four of us had a really good top end. Brandon had a decent top end. Like a Dragon's a good pick. But Final Fantasy, Silk Song, Paper Mario, Final Fantasy, Microsoft Flight Sim, Elden Ring, Persona, and... Metaphor, that's like a really good top two. JRPGs carry us again. <laughs> RPGs in general. We talked about how soft this year was looking like, and it inevitably will be compared to uh, 2023, but 
I was surprised after going through it. Like there, there, there was a lot of sleeper hits in the making. I think that has been the console crusade fantasy critic 2024 draft. Like I said, at the top of the pod, you can go to solo.to slash console crusade. You can find our socials. You can find the links to the, all the, the business. You can join the discord, come talk shit. Most of our shit talking will now be in the fantasy critic thread, uh, in the discord. You can find updates there, screen caps, uh, memes, the whole nine yards as we inevitably descend into this man's hitting his nose. What's going on? Yeah, this is the, I have a thought, you don't have to realize ah. that I'm hitting my nose. But I like it because it's kind of cute. I like it. So what, <laughs> no. what's up, Chris? Uh, so my thought is you can also, if you want to keep up with the league, yes, come to the Discord. Please join in the Discord. Talk shit with us in the Discord. Talk shit about us in the Discord. Uh, in the Fantasy Critic uh, text channel. But also, you can go to Fantasy Critic, you can create an account, and you can follow our league. And you can see our movements in real time and keep track of our rosters visually and our counterpicks and bids visually. I would like to see if we could become one of the highest followed Fantasy Critic leagues this year. And looking on the homepage at the list of leagues that Wouldn't are followed, much. it Ten would not people. take much. <laughs> it would not take much to be a top five or even a top three followed Fantasy Critic League. So you can follow us there as well, Console Crusade. We will also link that uh, to the solo.to page. We'll see. I wonder if kind of funny and companies like that are going to do a draft. And if they do, what kind of following that garners? They already do. And it's not much. Because they don't care as much as we do. They because don't we care. are sick in the head. <laughs> Honestly, this to me is infinitely more fun than any fantasy basketball league that I've been a part of. And I watch way more basketball than I do play video games. Like I follow basketball. I talk about basketball every day. Brandon's meme this morning was pitch perfect. It was beautiful. You're welcome. Put that in the fantasy critic text channel, Brandon. I'll, I'll do it right now. I do play, I play plenty of video games. We talk about video games every goddamn week. Well, next week when we do our 2023 catch-up, uh, I will go over the more than what, two dozen games I beat last year. Let's talk lot. about that. That's a lot. I haven't kept a list like that, but I do want to chat about, uh, like we said at the top of the pod, you and Chris, Nick, came down to Eugene, spent two nights. We played some games. We hung out. We had some laughs. It was a very low-key two nights. Refreshing, despite falling ill over that time frame. I rang in the new year with a fever. It was great. But hanging out with you guys was wonderful. We'll, we'll chat about that. We'll talk about what we played last year. Really quick, just to put a bow on our draft. Um, I, I didn't think of any more, but before we started, I did have two phrases that I wanted to keep track of how many times they were said throughout the, the recording. Um, My mine list? was middling. Oh, middling. <laughs> and the, the, the other one was... Some variation of that was going to be my next pick. So middling, we only got we only got two. I think Brennan broke the ice on that one. But uh, going to be my next pick was uh, four or five times, depending on how you you want to um, want to break that down as far as the exact verbiage. But we did pretty good. Five times ain't bad over what, an hour and a half that we recorded. Two hours? No, God. Well, we had <laughs> two and a half. We had some people doing some uh, uh, tickets, some swigs. I'm I am frankly surprised nobody else was kicking the tires on Metroid Prime. And I'm cert- I am certainly am surprised that Nick just went whole hog on, I'm just going to try and take Mario now and know that none of you have the nads to uh, counterpick this and that you can drop it with impunity down the line. Well, no, Brandon counterpicked Mario. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my I, I God. I forgot. Oh, R.I. fucking P. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> this is either going to pay off for me or really pay off for Nick. 
Well, don't yeah. doubt Nick because this piece of shit is always right about everything, except for Silk Song releasing, and he's gonna definitely get thirty five points on it, and we're all just gonna watch from a distance as he coasts into first like he did in twenty twenty two. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> do that. Don't do that. I'm projected uh, first. Just wanted to say that. That doesn't mean anything. No, Brennan. I'm gonna just relish in it right now because it's all gonna be bad. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. I'm actually shocked I'm not projected last. Oh, don't look at that. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> you are projected last. <laughs> I don't know how they do the projected points. Like, why does Silk Song project at 12 and a half points, but Dragon's Dogma is projected at 14 and a half points? No, it doesn't make no, sense. It's just based yeah. on tra- draft position and yeah. uh, percentage of leagues that the game is in. It's a completely useless stat. I don't understand why it exists. It doesn't make any sense. The algorithm is busted. The man who runs this site should have a sit down and a stern talking to. Council Crusade!